0: Earlier, what a life is simpler. Packed them off on the bus. You know, the only crisis was water bottle bus, tiffin <laughs> box. But now it's like everyday mad scramble for where is the eraser, where is my ruler? I want water, <laughs> my pencil, ka hai, color pencil, pom poms.
1: Episode 44 Online Schooling The Journey So Far. Hi, this is Nader Pop
2: and Peter Pop.
1: Thank you so much for tuning into a new episode of pops in a pod.
2: If you're listening to us for the first time, hit subscribe on the podcast player that you're using right now to listen to us so that you get notified when our next episode is out.
1: Also, leave us a review if you like what you hear. Well, now that out of the way, let's get straight into our episode.
2: Hey, Nadir, I don't know how we're back to this education topic again, man.
1: It is quite a massive topic these days considering uh, that's all that uh, parents seem to talk about because they're at home and uh, they're micromanaging their kids, uh, you know, whether it's online schooling or otherwise. So everyone has an opinion. Everyone wants to say something or the other, either it's about the teachers or the curriculum or the education system or the platform, whatever it is. And, you know, it's it's just right there, you know, for everyone to see and talk about.
2: Yeah, you know, I mean, in July, we kind of did four episodes back to back around the theme of education. And then we even like talked about a movie, a Bollywood movie, which was with, you know, the undertones of education. And here we are, like a few months later, still talking about the thing, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, that just shows the importance of education in this uh, country. Everyone wants it, but they're clearly seem to be uh, a lot of niggling issues with the with the entire system. You know, even if you're trying to do something new, which you know, in the long run will be good for you. Like, you know, what we're going to discuss today, which is online uh, education, people still have something to kind of throw pots and pans at. So uh, it'll always be um, the focus for good reasons or bad reasons.
2: For those of you listening to our podcast for the first time and kind of wondering what are we rambling upon. I mean, if you can just like go back and revisit like, you know, episode 32, 33, where, you know, we talked about preschool education. So we had uh, Jitu Karsan uh, from Safari Kid uh, talking about, you know, uh, preschool education in India and, you know, the importance of it and what his company is kind of doing different, uh, at least in Bombay and around India
1: correct and he also touched upon um you know technology and how technology is going to be the the future i i, I remember he had a very strong point to make on screen time uh, I, you guys should just go and listen to it because i think he had some very strong views uh, on on that and then episode 33 um i called my very good friend um childhood friend Yusuf and we spoke about the specifics of selecting a school and what goes into selecting a school for your child what are the different factors and what are the do's and don'ts the pros and cons of of selecting a particular school especially with all these new boards you know coming about so so yeah go ahead and and listen to that episode at least you'll have an idea in terms of how do you go about selecting school for your uh, for your child
2: yeah and i think you know uh, in today's day and age it's Become as important as choosing a life partner for your child, right? I mean, that's the yeah, kind absolutely. of implication it has. Uh, it's a the-
1: marriage like K to 12, right? <laughs> so it's <laughs> like 12 years, and then either you break up or you kind of graduate, literally graduate to like the next phase of your relationship.
2: Yeah. And, you know, episode 34, uh, just to quickly go on, we invited, uh, you know, five different people to share their experiences about, you know, grades and marks and the importance it played in their education and then later on also uh, in their life. So that was quite an interesting chat and we got to see
1: uh,
2: perspectives from very different uh, people. So encourage you to check that episode out too.
1: Absolutely. Uh, there was one gentleman who dropped out of school in the sixth standard, but uh, still managed to do extremely well in his professional life. And on the other spectrum, you have someone, you know, your, your typical Ivy League guy, and he's also doing extremely well. And what, uh, you know, marks was for him. So you get two very different approaches to mass. So great episode. You must check it out.
2: In episode 36, we kind of looked into the new education policy and what that means for, uh, you know, our kids and uh, education in a certain way. I think Nadir and I were also jealous when it came to a lot of the technology and a lot of the I, other I things uh, about. So, yeah, I think just go back there are about five or six episodes we kind of uh, spoke about, uh, which will kind of set you up at least for what our take on you know, education in general is
1: the links will be there in the show notes. So please feel free to go there and listen to uh, all episodes or anyone that you fancy. So if you're wondering why we've spoken about um, our past episodes, well, there's a clear link. Online schooling became a reality, thanks to this whole COVID pandemic, right? And each and every parent uh, has gone through it with their children. And obviously, the children also were a very, very important part of the entire system. And it's been three months since that's happened. Correct? Peter?
2: Yeah, I mean, depending on who you speak to, either it's three months of pulling your hair out, or three months of realizing how what a Luddite you are at technology or you know, three months of your children learning something completely new or you figuring out what your children are actually doing in school. Exactly. So my son is still three. So he is yet to experience the joys of online schooling. Uh, So we decided that, you know, why not get another dad uh, who's going through a similar experience as us and, uh, you know, just navigating this completely uncharted territory of online schooling, which I think, if I may say is not just unique to, you know, Indian parents, but parents all around the world. So Nadir, why don't you introduce our guest?
1: Our next guest is one of those rare English literature honors people to graduate from an IIM. Rohit Sarma has worked for 25 years in leadership roles across FMCG marketing, technology and media. Uh, He loves his family, football, manga and computer games and well, the occasional beer. So we've got Rohit Sarma. He's a common friend and uh, well, I think we've spoken enough. Now we go straight in and have a chat with Rohit. Hi Rohit, thank you so much for joining us on Pops in a Pod. Hey, my pleasure guys. Thanks for having me. You know, uh, Peter and I were just discussing, a lot of our episodes in the last couple of months have revolved around education, right? Whether it's marks or um, whether it's the new uh, national education policy that came out, we even did uh, an episode on like a Bollywood film which revolved around education and that wasn't by design it just it just happened right it just happened to be there like in front of you and we realized that hey you know what online education also is like a is is like a thing now and I think it's here to stay for a while so we figured that you know let me let me just you know call up Rohit and uh, you know get him on the show so if you guys are wondering who mm-hmm. Rohit is so Rohit and I know each other we we are we are friends and our um, our kids go to the same school and um, you know both of the, i mean all three of them are experiencing online education for the first time so rohit's daughter and my daughter are in the same class and uh, son he's eight years old he's also in the same school but obviously he's in a he's in a higher grade so we are here to uh, you know just have a have a you know chat about you know where is this online education headed and if you're wondering where Peter is well Peter's right here but his son is three years old so he hasn't really experienced online schooling so I think he's gonna take some tips from us right now nein, nein, boss, figure out what do
2: very yeah. much I experienced it and uh, not the nice side, unlike both of you. <laughs> Uh, So my son uh, at his, he was supposed to join nursery right at uh, April and uh, the place where he was joining decided to kind of do a test run of, of course, this is before, you know, the Maharashtra government uh, came in with their rules and regulation at that time, it was, you know, free for all. So uh, his play school uh, come nursery decided to do online a test run. And, you know, since the owners know my wife, Karen and I, well, they said, you know, we're doing like it with a select group of students. Would you like to be part of it? I mean, let's put this into context. A three-year-old doing a class over Zoom is not like the most ideal thing. How do you explain to your kid what the hell is happening, right? Like school for him is just go play with his friends. And uh, further context is he spent like a few weeks just at home having a ball, right? So... Anything else other than that outside the normal was like alien to him. But long story short, he absolutely hated the experience. I mean, he saw his teachers and ran away, thought we were kind of sending him back to school again. (laughs) Uh, And it's only the (laughs) second or third time we did it. By the end, it was like a traumatic experience, right? Both of you are trying to grapple with your work and this is early, mid-April, right? So you're trying to grapple with your work, so you're taking time out and uh, he just kept crying saying no school don't send me away kind of thing and that's when we realized What's he, pain? Yeah, yeah so he associates his teachers with actually you know being away from his parents for a good amount of period of time and
1: yeah
2: at, at that age he's still trying to you know figure things out so there was no holiday of sorts for him but yeah we I mean, post that of course you know the government has come in putting a law saying that you know there shouldn't be online school and I'm glad for that because I don't really know how I would manage uh, there, which kind of brings me like to the first point because, you know, Nadir and I uh, in March kind of discussed this talking about, you know, very, uh, how do I say, very optimistically that, you know, chal, anyway, it's going to be a few months. Uh, let's see how things are going to be and all. So, Rohit, were you prepared really
0: for a situation like this to happen? Guys, I mean, uh, you know how in restaurants, they keep resetting the clock, right? You walk in, they first give you a menu, you look at it, then they'll bring you water. So ev- then they'll sort of say, okay, what's your order? Then they'll bring you a plate. So every few minutes they reset the clock, right? And you're still waiting for food it was like that for us right i mean first they said okay you don't come to school we'll start a few classes then they said okay please get these printouts made and be ready then they said okay why don't you come to school and pick up textbooks right um, then they said okay now we're going to be sending you stuff you start putting it onto gmail uh, and, and google drive and okay now you need to sort of attend so many hours and prepare this and that, you know and then summer holidays came over okay finally you know when Summer holidays are over, you know. <laughs> off course the sun. Off goes kids back to school. But do they just keep resetting the clock? Resetting the clock, you know, little bit, little bit, little bit, little bit and now it's clear it's here to stay, right? I mean, yeah, were, you know, uh, schools aren't equipped. Um, infrastructures not equipped. So I mean, uh, joy, happy, happy, joy, joy, guys. Get used to uh, homeschooling for the for the foreseeable future, guys.
2: No, no. And that's the thing. I mean, I think another, I mean, of course, uh, your daughter started recently. So (laughs) I think the honeymoon period is still on, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, see, for for, uh, again, putting it in context, uh, uh, Rohit, Rohit's daughter and my daughter, same, same class, right? But thing is, Rohit has experienced uh, schooling with his, with his son, but uh, in, in this particular case, both of us are, I think, um, you know, we've experienced this whole online schooling, at least for the first time, correct me if I'm wrong, Rohit, um, uh, yeah. because uh, I, I don't unique think challenges. anyone was, yeah. sorry, completely unique challenges. Yeah, never exactly. Was... Exactly. So, and, and this is something that we never anticipated. Um, Yes, we were very nervous in the beginning, right? Because when when you have uh, you know both parents um, working, um, and and I don't I don't just mean professional work, but even even housework. Considering the situation that we are in right now, this so that like the work just keeps piling on, right? And then on top of that, there's this whole school situation. Plus, you don't have any kind of help whatever little support that you have at, at home. And you're, you're all trying to grapple with that. And then on top of that, there are these tasks and these activities. And you know, you're constantly thinking, how are we going to manage this school is at the same time work? is, this? So you know, how, how do you how do you balance this out? Right? Correct? Right? Yeah, yeah. it's like your phone goes off, you're next to your kid,
0: teachers giving instruction, your phone rings, you pick it up, you say something, you miss the instruction, your kid, <laughs> you know, looks at you and says, idiot, what are you doing? Right? Pay attention. Right, so it's 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 great fun, right? I mean, yeah, I have, I have a couple of tips for Peter, right? He he's he's got a three-year-old, right? So so, dude, firstly, never let them learn where the leave button is on Zoom. <laughs> it's like black tape over that corner of your device, right? Firstly, so you, my daughter Lily, if she loses interest and. Uh, she will leave the class, right? She goes wow. to the extent of saying, this is impossible. I'm not getting my turn. <laughs> and switches and walks out, right? <laughs> Which is unheard of in, a, in the old school system, right? <laughs> the yeah. no one
2: will just walk away like, from yeah. class. <laughs> pulled, pulled by the ear or whatever. <laughs>
0: in broadband. Yeah, so just hide that leave button on Zoom, right? <laughs>
1: and I mean, when we were in school, we were like, Scared, right? Like I, you, you couldn't even like you couldn't even think without taking permission. Excuse me, may I think right now for myself? Oh no, I can't think for myself. That's fine, no problem. And today's kids are like, hey, I don't enjoy this. I'm gonna go take a pee break. I'm going and gone. Like it's like, hey, what's going on? Wait, what is wrong with you? Just wait, the class is on. You know, yeah. and it's it's just weird. Like so, the, the whole situation. I mean, it's don't get me wrong. I, I I'm not complaining. It's just that uh, it's an it, the, with the advent of technology and you know new things happening around you it brings a very unique set of challenges where you as a parent are so involved that because if you're not, then you have you have no idea what you've missed. And it that, that kind of keep, makes you, you know, that whole FOMO situation arises. Like, oh my God, I am minutes on a call and everything's changed. Suddenly clay is out and blocks are out and paper is out and pencil is out. What's going on, right? You feel yeah. very like lost. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, my four-year-old,
0: right? See, see, the older kids, like my eight-year-old is conscientious, diligent. He will sit, he will... You know, the only change for him is earlier, you'd, now that we can see under the hood, right? right? Earlier, it was okay, what did you do? What did you eat? Right now, yes. he has a one hour class and he has 15 minutes. So we're basically caterers on wheels, right? Every time his class starts, <laughs> snack, khelao, uski lunch, banwao, you know. Yeah. So the luxury of ordering in a leisurely lunch, all that's gone, right? Yeah, yeah. Not there in that window that he has, right? So so that's the only worry you have when you've got elder kids, right? They're far more conscientious. They don't like, you know, uh, press the lead button. But the younger one, I mean, it's… Peter, trust me, first she thinks the Zoom screen is a mirror from time to time, right? So she will maximize her picture and make faces, right? Okay? So she's figured out how to change between speakers, A… She zones up, so she has this saying, "I'm good in the first class, I'm bad in the second class, I'm okay, okay in the third class, right?" Which basically—that's incredible. Second class, second class, she doesn't care what's happening. It's like it rambles on. She she does her stuff. If she's called upon, she will say cat because her current favorite is cat. So her answer to anything in the second <laughs> class is cat, <laughs> right? And if you're really lucky, it's like pink cat, right? So, so Lily, what is different between you and this person, right? What do you know about France, pink cat? <laughs>
2: so it's,
0: it's. But, you
2: know, you brought a very interesting point because, you know, at this, you, you talked about it, at least in terms of food and all. But with, at least I'm sure with the younger, your daughter, Lily, right? You're playing that very, there, there has to be some kind of supervision. The parent has to kind of be there, right? I mean, and and for me, I think that was in both my wife, that was the very like weird thing is that, okay, drop everything. Now we have to be kind of be just dedicated our next one hour, two hours, whatever to do assisting the teacher because you're the teacher's assistant in some way, right?
0: Yeah. or the teachers critic in some cases, we've seen a lot of parents in the group who take it upon themselves to actually critique the teacher in public. Right. So, it's a, it's a very oh, wow. conflict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets... You're managing with your value systems, right? You have 20 other kids in class with their parents, right? Or their available guardian, right? So, the available right. available guardian could be like, a, you know, old grandma who mutters away and prompts away throughout the class or like an indignant mother. Yeah, why, why is my kid not getting a turn? So... <laughs> it's a, it's, a, it's a super comedy sometimes
2: in a way of describing but, it it's like pta every day my kid or like a annual day like my kid is not getting a chance he didn't dance or he didn't do this another so,
0: so all of those performance focused you know dads or moms ki my kid has to keep up right so i remember one scene where an assignment was draw a face right one could kid couldn't do it so parents were like how will he Oh, keep up with the batch. Wait, wait. Correct.
1: Wait. I remember that. I remember that.
0: So it's just adjusting to other people. Your kids are present in all of this, right? You get a phone, you wander off. Uh, suddenly, if you're, you know, your wife or your wife's not aware of what's happening, the kid is
1: unsupervised for five minutes. So it's, it's really a race in chaos, right? No. And for those two hours, what happens is so, okay, let, let me, let me sort of dial back a little, right? Um, what i what i appreciated about this particular school was the fact that they um, initiated you know the the, the beginning of school um, in a very stipulated you know, time. So they they introduced the whole half an hour segment first, and they they moved on to about say, 50 minutes, 60 minutes, and then they kind of moved on to two hours, right. So you're kind of getting the child used to So I think initially, everyone was excited parents, kids, every ha ha ha. Grandparents called the show. Look at how she's studying and all right. (laughs) It was like one circus. Everyone enjoyed it for a couple of days. Great. Lovely. Now what has happened is that you know, how like like, how, how Lily mentioned that, okay, first class I'm great, second class I'm okay and third class like okay, I'm, 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 I'm done. Um, with my daughter something very similar happens where at precisely 11.50, 11.55 she'll come to me and then she's like, Papa, is the class over? How much time is left? And yeah. and I know it's 25 minutes more to go, right? But then how do I like say it in a very convincing manner without really making it sound that it's like an order you have to sit for 25 minutes. So that that becomes such a a situation for me that okay, now I'm trying to convince a four year old that she needs to sit for another 25 minutes, and pay attention and be interested and learn how to say certain letters That's just too much information overload for a four year old, when they know that they are surrounded by all that
0: teacher comforts, right?
1: Yeah, Which is yeah exactly.
0: Cool, you know, the bell will ring, you'll go home, right? There's nowhere to go, <laughs> nothing to do, right? So so yeah, I mean, the elder one really misses the fun part of school. Um, the younger one is still too young to have seen the fun part of school. Therefore, school is being compared with her fun at home, right? So, so that's that's something we gotta get used to now. Yeah, it's fun. I'm just really happy on a couple of things, Peter. I mean, uh, the school sort of really does a lot of things, right? There's music, there's singing, there's dance, there's there's a bit of health and fitness. And there's a little bit of instruction, right? Um, Right, so they sort of try to pack in as many different kinds of things to try to cater to different kinds of learnings, right? Um, Each kid is different, and therefore they're good or you know, prefer or don't prefer things. So, so they try and cover all the bases, which is which we're really happy about.
1: But you know, Arud, that's really interesting because um, we keep talking even this conversation started with the fact that how are parents going to cope and how are the kids going to cope and you know uh, it, it's not easy it is the first time this is happening uh, you know, around the world it's just not unique to uh, India or you know our city it's, it's, it's happening across the world right um, but somehow we we tend to leave out the teachers right that they are also facing the same uh, issue like they, they also have to cope up, like they have to deal with 20 uh, other like four year olds whose brains are still developing, right? And then you have their set of parents who might probably jump in and say, "Uh, teacher, how many squares do you want me to cut? What color do you want me to cut in? Do I have to do it now? Do I have to do it later? Uh, You are not giving a chance. So Imagine the kind of pressure that no, they are no, I, also I must
2: add, to. Nadir, you're talking about like this is the ideal scenario, huh? 20 kids. Yeah. I'm sure Correct. in some exactly. schools, like some people yeah. listening will be like, 20? Wait, what wait, my school there are 40, 50 kids away. Like, what are you talking?
0: Hey, my, my my mom was a teacher all her life, right? She, she used to teach uh, four-year-olds and five-year-olds, um, right? So, look, teachings come a long way, right? The, the, the whole what teachers should do, what roles do they play. It's evolved a lot, right, over time, right? Um, with, you know, with the internet and globalization, a lot of this has come to us also, right? But this online thing is 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 a learning curve for everybody. And uh, uh, teachers are the ones that are under the microscope 24 by 7, right? Um, hats off to them for actually being able to carry it off, um, Right? No, I completely agree. You're in a class, right? At best, a supervisor or a coordinator would walk in from the school, right? Um, you could manage the way you manage, right? But now it's like you know there's 25 or 40 parents or 50 parents depending on the school, right? Looking right. over your shoulder, backseat driving, commenting, Yeah, exactly. And hats off to them for actually having the patience to actually continue teaching, right? I completely agree. I mean, like, both
2: my mother was a teacher. Uh, my mother-in-law also was a teacher for almost 30 years in a school year in Bombay. And like, when I think of scenarios, I just imagine like say in if towards the end of their tenure of teaching, right? If they had to face a situation like this and it's like, it, for us, again, you know, we work in companies where there were options where you could work from home and things like that. This was not something that they even had an option for over prepared for they was just like straight thrown into the deep end key like, okay, overnight, this is something that you have to do and you just have to adjust. Right. So it, it's a really tough situation. right?
1: And um, what's happening is that uh, I'd like to uh, pick up the point that Rohit mentioned that the teachers are constantly um, under the microscope. Um, and more so over now, because as parents, we are experiencing something very unique with our children, right? Like I'm sitting here today, and I'm working, right? And behind me, like, two feet away, my daughter is, is studying. Um, she, she doesn't have a pair of headphones, you know, so it's speaker. so everyone can hear, right? People sitting in the living room can hear what's happening. I'm obviously I can hear what's happening. I'm getting distracted with work. That's cool. But at least I, I have, you know, I'm conscious enough to at least separate that that audio with my work work, work or whatever it is. Um, but I would, and it took me a while to realize um, right now as a parent, I am noticing every little thing that's going on in the classroom, right? Oh, she can't write the letter A, she can't write the letter P, keep pushing her, she's getting distracted by her toys, she's getting she wants water, she wants this. So you're, you're constantly like saying, Okay, sit here Class is going on, don't don't get distracted, do this, do that, blah, blah, blah. Now imagine, um it's normal school, you would never know what's going on in that school about with your about your daughter, about your son, right? There's no way you would know this. You're in a very unique situation to even see what's going on. And I, I find that so peculiar that parents are not being able to pick that up. Or I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at it very differently. Roel, what do you think? Oh, there's this enough and
0: more stuff about, you know, you want to relive your childhood, you want your kids to be like you. Honestly, this can go both ways, right? Some parents may actually get so involved, right? Why are you not doing this? Why are you not doing that? Whereas others may be far more chilled and actually be able to step back from living in this reality, right? So it's a it's a difficult time to be a parent also, Nadir. I mean, I couldn't you know yeah. how involved are you? Are you, you know, uh, over pushing a kid, right? Because look, you, you you're seeing how the sausage is being made, right? Being able to step back and say, look, it's a four-year-old at the end of the day, right? It's all cool, right? Exactly. Easier to do when it's four. But if, for example, you were in a situation where it was someone class 11, class 12, board exams coming, public questions being asked in class, coping, not coping. As a parent, you could, you know, you could go any different direction completely, right? No, no. I mean, I've heard a lot of scenarios and you know you see
2: you're talking about you know your four year old leaving the room of uh, students basically you know of course playing pranks on the teacher and stuff like that but playing video games while class is going on and how do you kind of reprimand or deal with the situation like that right it's
0: and at the, the end of the... student know technology better than the teachers right yeah, so i mean yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean not <laughs> nah. to know who's boss
2: <laughs> i don't I mean that that's where I think you know and I'm glad both of you all mentioned and Nadir was is talking about like setting those ground rules right especially for the younger kids is at least it sets a good foundation for them to go forward right so once that is clear like the do's and don'ts I think Nadir was explaining to me once quite well the whole thing right
1: no absolutely yeah. I like this this uh, I remember the first day of school and um, it was so well um, like the teachers obviously came up with a plan right that what are Zoom etiquettes and I, I stopped working that day I was like whoa hang on I need to learn this what are these Zoom etiquettes for four years and they were simple you know Roed, I, I, I'm sure you'll remember if you want to say something raise your hand don't speak out of turn don't do that and then the kids are just like hey, wow look at me look at my face <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah.
2: No, Nadir, right. so, I, I remember when Nadir told me this I was like why is nobody introducing this at work from home? Like, you know, those <laughs> exactly. you do, What the, 20 people, can you hear me? Can you hear me first 15 minutes? Only that happens.
0: Can you hear me? Can you see me? What's amazing is I haven't heard the word. Am I audible <laughs> this online class for kids have started, right? Ah, that's awesome. Life. <laughs> am I audible? Am I audible? Dude, that's, that's like the most used corporate jargon for the last three months, right? Or six months. Yeah, easily. <laughs>
1: and if you're using if you're using a free Zoom account for 40 minutes, 20 minutes I've gone in just figuring out if people are audible. <laughs> I mean, and other than Zoom, you will
0: never use that word for the rest of your life, right? As an adult. I mean, right? you know, it reminds me of those back in the day, those STD, ISD calls <laughs> we used to do.
2: And like the first minute would only be like, Sunay can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, yes, I can hear you. <laughs> back and forth. nothing has changed in a way
1: (laughs) I mean we're going back to our roots weirdly
0: yeah other models um...
1: earlier life is
0: simpler pack them off on the bus you know the only crisis was water bottle bus per gaya tiffin box (laughs) lai right but now it's like everyday mad scramble for where is the eraser where is my ruler I want water (laughs) my pencil colour pencil pom poms. Or, or
2: I think, I think the other one, at least that used to happen in uh, when I was in school, is like, oh, today was PT day, so you didn't wear like the uniform.
1: You didn't wear the t-shirt.
2: <laughs> I mean, the t-shirt. Oh, I forgot to wash it. That kind of stuff.
1: No, and in all of this situation, we are forgetting the fact, uh, the most important fact, which is the internet. <laughs> right, like I can't believe it's 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 going to remain stable for two hours because it's always playing in the back of my my mind and I have a a bit of a wonky computer where if you if you uh, you know uh, step on the wire it'll just shut down so this has happened at least five times with me right so I'll trip on the wire and the computer's gone and then like like my daughter's looking at me and she's like Papa where is the teacher I was like wait hang on I'm gonna fix this for you I'll get my work computer I was like I have done my work calm let me just get this sorted so five minutes. I'm I'm just trying to figure it out, then I have to go on some link, press that, wait for the teacher. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yaar, ye bhot yaar, life mein itna. <laughs> why do we have to I mean it's Nader an... has become the IT guy, like
2: resident. Yeah,
1: yeah, I am the IT guy at home. Like a yeah. restart kya hai, kya computer.
0: Peter, trust me, the first day your Wi-Fi fails when class is on or before a class, you panic, right? Take it <laughs> yeah. from Yeah. Might as well go and figure out who your nice neighbor is and borrow a password now. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, we've figured this out, right? Second rule of online classes: always have a neighbor's Wi-Fi, which you can borrow when needed. You know, keep all your devices charged.
2: Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, third,
0: third, right? After schools want you to use apps and softwares which are only compatible with certain versions of Android or iOS, right? So if you thought you'd give them that old dusty laptop that your father had you know, bought years ago lying in the cupboard. We've gone through this, right? We tried the old one, didn't work. We bought a tablet. Then we said, super. Now the fellow needs a keyboard for the tablet. So I had to buy a keyboard. Then we said, oh God, keyboard. usko mouse this doesn't have USB socket. So we need Wi-Fi mouse. Have have Bluetooth. So, <laughs> yeah, the asks keep going up. We're not that hand to mouth that we can't afford some of this, right? But yeah, yeah, country, right? I mean, bottom to top, anyone going to school, right? Your house helps kids are going to school, they're facing the same technology challenge that we are, right? I mean,
2: yeah, that's that's kind of like a common thing now. But you know, one thing we've talked quite a bit, uh, one thing I want to touch upon is you know, Nadir and I've in past episodes talked, you know, about what's the real more, I mean, outcome of, you know, a education or going to school, right? I mean, when we've discussed it, we've talked about, you know, gaining knowledge and things like that, but for, I think it's at least till kids are in the 15, 16 years old, right? It's the social aspect. And right now, if you think about it for both, both your kids, I'm sure Rohit and again, Nadir is your kids are not getting a chance to actually interact i mean they they see each other on a computer and they see their screen and all but you know there's something else that they're completely missing out in terms of just the social aspect where i don't know what it'll be like when they actually see each other in person
0: yeah look i have an advantage that now doesn't have i have two. So <laughs> <a> <laughs> Honestly, they play with each other. They're out of our hair, so we actually get a little bit of downtime, right? Um, but uh, look, our elder son is a is a, he's a he's a fighter, right? He will put up with it. But you can see after six months, cracks appearing, right? <laughs> he is really sure, missing the fun the fun part of school, right? I mean, he's missing his school, his canteen, his friends. just playing around, right? He's really missing it. He's not complaining, but you can see it, right? I mean,
1: but also yeah. Rohit, because he's been exposed to the idea of school, right? Like, uh, I think bo- both our daughters have been exposed only to play group, which is just like a one hour session, you go play with kids, come back home. There's not there's nothing schooling about it. But your son clearly has seen what what school is. So uh, again, I don't know how our daughters are going to react when they like, like really get into that school and and see, oh, okay, so this is what it's all about. Like all my daughter rem- remembers from from this school, the, the physical part of the school was, hey, they have this really lovely corner with all the toys. That's all she remembers. And I don't want her to remember school as a toy shop. That's the last thing I want. And I think it's just getting more and more delayed. And I'm just worried what is actually going to happen when next year they have to physically go to school like will i see tantrums being thrown will, you know will there be a cry fest that will happen I, I don't know and i'm i'm i think of the worst you know that's how I'm. I'm built. I think of the worst. I'm like, oh my god! Now we have to be ready for that. So let's let's take a one week off from work and just kind of concentrate on our daughter and push her to school, even if you have to go and physically drop her to school. So are, are you also concerned with something like that?
0: Honestly, I'm. Uh, I, I'm. My, my wife is far more the the the, the, the stress uh, the stressful person. <laughs> I'm much more laid back. And, uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, look. My friends actually have kids who are much older than uh, Kian and Lily, right? Look, uh, school plays such a critical role across age 4 to 18, right? You know, um, uh, kids are hitting puberty. School is such a blessing for some of them, right? You know, we're all here, the girls, the boys, whatever, right? When you're slightly older, you're doing things together. You're planning out careers, you're planning out movies. There's so much more to school, right? Four-year-old four hasn't hasn't been there, hasn't hasn't therefore has nothing to miss, right? If anything, their adjustment is look, I'm going to be in school, I'm going to miss my toys back home, right? But um, but the older you get, right? The you know no amount of um, you know Facebook an Insta will actually fill that uh, um, um, you know, void in the short term. Right?
2: No. And I think that's a very important point you brought up because I mean, uh, at least Nadir and I have now started uh, teaching uh, online and I think Nadir can add about his experience. But as a teacher, especially sitting and you're talking about like, you know, young adults trying to teach them. They're also grappling with the fact <laughs> that, okay, how do I, what am I learning? What am I gaining out of this? And I can't even imagine like, you know, a 15, 16 year old thinking he going right? Because like the thing about, I was more excited about finishing school was not that I'm done with school and wearing uniform, but like now I'll finally get to like sit in college canteen, get to bunk right, yeah. classes and all of that.
1: You know, teaching new adults, right? is is a, is an experience where you don't have to worry about discipline as much, right? The only time where I'm really annoyed is the fact that, yeah, this is a class, at least turn on your cameras and show me your face, right? At, at least do that favor. And I went on for at least the first seven, eight classes. Then I just gave up. I said, forget it as long as they're here, I don't even know if they're sleeping on the bed. And, and some people are shameless. They're on the bed, they're holding their phones up like that. And you can see that they're sleeping. You can see they're still in the pajamas. And I'm like, ah, TKR, as long as they're getting, you know, engaging, I'm, I'm okay with that. So <clears throat> teaching adults, uh, or whatever, you know, 18, 19 years and plus, and yeah. then you have your four year olds, right? Uh, I, uh, there is a difference. But um, at least i know i don't have to discipline these people right the, the day i have to sit and discipline them then i'll be like okay this is i can't do this anymore I'm, i i think i am I'm, I'm too smart for this bit right now and i can't do this discipline thing please leave me alone that's a different session altogether and i'd like to do my own thing way. so i i i find it a little odd because i see I, th- there isn't a major similarity. But I know that okay, talking to a computer talking to a screen, versus being in class and teaching them and getting that energy from them is far, far uh, more acceptable to me than this is convenience. What we're doing right now talking to the screen is convenience.
2: Yeah. And you know, it's a great point that you brought up Nadir that you know, you know, with primary education, you know, high school education, then you have, you know, your graduate or your undergraduate education. There's a huge gap right now, right? And of course, yeah. primarily has to do with, you know, the students in there. And of course, you know, like we've been discussing and seeing that, you know, online education as a concept is not really new, but for primary education and how do you kind of do it or like a distance learning program, if I may use the term uh, right now, it's very alien for them, right? So how do you kind of see, because I mean, at the start, I think of the school term, or at least by summer, we were thinking end of the year. Now we're looking at at least the next school term, so until March. So technically, you're looking at, you know, mid next year, or you're looking at the June, July next year, kids going back to school, if they do True. back to school, right? I mean,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. Thing. I mean, right now what I've seen, at least abroad, and I unfortunately, we don't have good examples because I was reading a story in UK. And even Dubai, I heard of scenarios where kids going back to school falling sick. I mean, of course, uh, uh, it's just the normal flu and all of that because they've come back. But now they've been dissuaded from coming back to school. So there's no middle ground, right? I, I believe there may be a hybrid model, but I don't know what model to follow really, right? What do you think?
1: I'm okay, honestly, with this hybrid model that that you just brought up, uh, Peter. Because I've learned something from from this situation, and they 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 always say right that uh, when um, if there's any form of adversity or conflict, like the biggest thing that you need to do uh, take away from that is your your learnings, right? Because if you don't learn from it, then it just it was just pointless. Even going through that entire session, uh, I mean the the the, the entire uh, process. So what I've learned is that um, you definitely need a physical interface, right? And by that, I mean, classroom studying. You, you, nothing can replace classroom teaching, schooling, knowledge. Right? You can't, you just can't. But what um, online, this whole online business has really taught me is that it's closing the gap. In terms of uh, reaching out to other people, so for example, a couple of days ago, um, you know, they had this whole session uh, in in uh, in, in uh, Lily and my daughter's class, which is uh, they they were being introduced to different um, natives of different countries, uh, and that was very interesting. I mean, it was very evolved, but it's interesting. So I'm thinking that oh, even if we do start school tomorrow, now they've got a use case. As to how to interact with different people from different countries using the screen, because people are used to it. Now, the minute you stop that once physical school starts, then you'll have to start that process all over again. And people are like, "What is this nonsense of you know video chat or video conference?" I think it has to be a part of it. Like maybe ten percent, twenty percent max, but it it has to be a part of it. Tomorrow, if you want to, uh, you know, have uh, conversations or have a special session with your affiliated. School schools or colleges or institutions. this is how you're going to do it, right? And I, I, I really see an advantage as opposed to a, a disadvantage. So I feel you need to have a, a blended, um, uh, you know, a, a, a blended aspect for, for both physical as, as well as a virtual classroom.
2: Rohit,
0: what do you think? You know, in a lot of ways, what the school system is doing now is actually very like a startup, right? There are no rules. They're just trying to figure it out as they go, right? And you know, the first rule of startups is fail fast. Try stuff, fail fast so that you know what's wrong and move on quickly, right? Um, so look, honestly, till there's a vaccine, we're not going to be safe, right? Kids are not going to be safe, right? However you, however you experiment, right? So it's just a question of trying little things, right? Uh, if everyone's trying a few things, right? Getting a couple of kids in, figure out what aspects of school life can actually uh, be blended, right? What aspects of school life can't be blended, right? Um, if, if schools are given a little bit of a free hand, my personal view is they will experiment and figure out collectively, right? What kinds of things seem to work better than others, right? I mean, do you start some kind of sports, right? Non-contact okay. sports, is that an option or do you want to actually start classrooms, right? I mean, which part of school is easier to blend than others, right? 5-a-side football with 10 kids running around is a town-side safer than 50 kids in a classroom, right?
1: True. True. Agreed.
0: So, I would probably just leave that as an idea, right? Look, if more and more schools try little things and they, they share the information of what seems to be working better or worse, right? Uh, but my sister teaches in England, right? She teaches, uh, so they've also started going back and they've got learnings coming out of there, right? So I think everyone's wanting to go back, right? Everyone's realizing that, look, uh, uh, interaction through a screen, right, is fine for certain situations, but can't be everything and, be, you know, be all and end all for, for all uh, uh, individuals, right? Young, medium, old, whatever, right? So. So that's my two bits, right? I mean, try figure out what's working, what's easier, what's manageable, what's safe, and then see if you can actually roll it out over time, right? No, that's a very great
2: point. I mean, like, I think, you know, right now there's so many limitations and I think like we were talking about parents, but the analogy you've given is great. I mean, if every school starts thinking of themselves as a startup or a business, not in the terms of, you know, expansion or anything, but just how to kind of adapt new strategies, new ways of doing things. I think there's a lot and I think sharing shared learnings. I think at this point also, like everyone's so caught up in their own key. Oh God, how do we deal with this and all of that. But the moment they come together and realize key, we're all in this together and all our problems are kind of the same. How do we together combine and find the same solution, right? or a similar solution and try adopting different things
0: yeah the other thing is fees
2: yeah i think Uh, think absolutely that's the hottest topic i think
0: we we forget they are private enterprise right most of them right it is about the profit the teachers the principals they are working right for them it's a profession right just like us of course right but um you know schools which are owned um, by trustees or families or whatever right i mean that's another another issue i mean right i mean
1: no of course uh, i think every every uh, household would have their own set of um, issues when it when it comes to school fees um i guess no matter uh, where you are, where you stand in the society, you'll always, uh, at some point, it's always going to uh, hurt you. Where, you know, it's like, a bad then why so much? Thoda discount milna I mean, and then you have the other size, the end of the spectrum, where, like, listen, it's, it's all right. You know, they're doing a good job with it. The kids are fine. It's cool. It's fine. So we we don't know if, is, is there supposed to be a middle ground? Are we just supposed to let it go and say, TK, okay, one year it's, it's a write off. It's fine. Let's just forget about it. Or then you kind of, uh, you know, like stick to it and say, no, go ahead and give us something, give us like some kind of a concession to it. So I, I, I honestly don't know where I stand on this.
2: I think, I think that's like a separate podcast episode yeah. <laughs> or a separate <laughs> kind of debate really for another sorry, forum. Sorry, up <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, th- thanks a lot Rohit. It's, it's nice to have like, you know, I think Nader and I have been talking about this for a while uh, and I've yeah. seen like the evolution of our discussion go from like, Nader, what do you think is going to happen? School's going to open. To like, oh my God, school is going to open. So now like, you know, that excitement phase to now it's like, okay, this is it. Like, now we're thinking, what, what about next year? I think like everyone's kind of like, okay with it. Now next year, what do we do, right? <laughs>
1: No, absolutely, and and I I I, I think yesterday only we were talking about the same thing, Peter. Right? You know that what are the things that we have to look forward to, like the weekend? Oh, where will we go for a drive now? You know that like our dreams have become so small. Uh, so I mean, thinking about school for your for your kids that will come six months down the line, I, it's just too far to even understand that concept right now. But yeah, so far so good, I guess. The
0: only fun part of this whole thing is that because of bad connections, right? A lot of a lot of stuff is going to get lost in translation, so we may actually have a generation of kids who sings uh, My Bonnie Lies Over the Lotion, right? Um, <laughs> okay yeah. So, we just got to be prepared to do <laughs> the word is going to get massacred by bad and, and, you know, hickory dickory. God knows what
1: other faux pas will happen going ahead. <laughs> on on that absolute cheery note rohit thank you so much you, yeah. and uh, we'll thanks hopefully much. catch up soon yeah yeah cheers boys thanks for having me you know
2: Nadir i have a feeling that that's not the last we've heard from rohit or that the last that we're discussing this topic this year at least
1: i completely agree this is a never ending journey and uh, as i said online schooling is just beginning. We have no idea where it's taking us. Will we see a hybrid model? Will we see a standalone online education model? Or will everything else fail and we go back to our well, you know, no pun intended, but old school. So (laughs) I guess only only time will tell.
2: But uh, until then, I mean, do share your experiences with us. How are you coping up? uh, Or if you are managing to cope up uh, with your kids in online school, uh, you can reach out to us at pops in a pod at gmail.com.
1: Or you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, like share comment. And uh, until next week, I'm Nader Pop.
2: And I'm Peter Pop. See you then.